Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk USA. Are you tired of waiting for change? Tune in to Blog Talk USA. Let your voice be heard on Blog Talk USA. Welcome, welcome you back tonight. Not our usual night. This is Dr. Shirley McKellar, and I know that you're accustomed to hearing us on Monday night, on Marvelous Monday, but we're here today on Wednesday, and let me just tell you that we have a show uh, with uh, Mr. Danny Walker, and it's called Wellness Wednesday. And let me just tell you that we really need some wellness in this country today. And so we thank you for joining in with us. I'm not sure if uh, Chief Ron Spikes is on with us tonight. That would be great. Uh, I know Miss Rihanna is somewhere close by, and our regulars, Mr. Arthur and uh, Pastor uh, Michael Cooper and possibly uh, Dr. Richard Hagney may be on with us. But we're troubled by what we have seen in this nation today, and we decided that we need to talk about it. There have been phone calls from all over the United States to my phone today, and I talked to people locally, and they're just closed mouths, some of them, a closed mouth. But we need to open our mouths, open our eyes, because just what we saw today really was no real surprise to me. I don't know about the rest of you, but it was not a real surprise to me. Because I reflected back on the protesters this past last summer with Black Lives Matter, protests in, in the past, even people uh, who've lost their lives uh, shot in the back. And we can go down the line and we can name all kinds of people. We could start with Freddie Gray and how he was driven around and bumped around and, and Miss Brianna Taylor and the privacy of her own. I mean, the list goes on and on to Mayor Rice playing in a park with a squirt gun, a water gun. But we saw, we saw the Proud Boys storming the Capitol, the United States Capitol. I saw no dogs. I saw no billy clubs. I didn't see any of that. I saw people allowed to storm into the Capitol, break windows, break doors, and get in, and not one bullet that I saw was fired until, unfortunately, a woman lost her life. So let's talk. Let's find out who's on with us tonight and let's analyze because I'm just going to give you two words, privileged and white. And you can put them together right. any way you want to put them together. But that's what <laughs> I saw today. White privilege at its, fly, at its finest, at its finest. Go ahead, Mr. Arthur. Okay, it's, tell me what it, you call it. 
it's the, it, it was a white privilege insurrection. Yes. A white privilege yes. insurrection. And My and they got the white priv- and they got the white privilege treatment. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, let's find yep. out who all is on with us tonight. Can you address, announce yourself, whomever all is on with us tonight, so that we'll know who all is talking and press you one if you want to come Our in funny. and have a dialogue with us. Okay, go ahead. Once yeah. again, Pastor Cooper. Pastor Cooper, very oh. good. Thank you, Pastor Cooper. Thanks for coming back. Sure. Uh, Dr. Richard Hagney. Dr. Hagney is back. Thank you so much, Dr. Hagney, for coming back. Who else? Dr. Nichols. Wonderful, Dr. Nancy Nichols, our dear heart. And I say, and let me just say, I'm going to throw this in there. It's people like Dr. Nichols and Miss Rihanna that we need working people that of other of the Caucasian persuasion. I say that have to help us work to get rid of this because that is who we saw on the steps of the Capitol today. And we have to speak up and speak out. And, and, and I yeah. said to the media today, our local media, I don't, you guys are as quiet as a mouse. And there's people mm-hmm. like Louis Gohmert that have in, incited mm-hmm. this. It's not a surprise yeah. that this happened today because the guy already told us. He already told us. It's no, he, yep. it's, there's no surprises. He always right. lets us know what he's going to do and when he's going to do it. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so what right. I want to take a look at tonight is if somebody was told on the inside to stand down and stand by because it took a while because yesterday we know that Mayor Biser told us, Mayor Biser told us that the National Guard was set up and ready to go, 1,000 extra police officers were set up and ready to go, but why did it take so long for them to get there is my question. Mm-hmm. So who mm-hmm. else do we have on with us tonight? I think uh, who else, just tell me who else is on with us tonight. Any others that want to talk? Okay. Okay. Well, we're ready to start. And I, I'm Dr. McKellar. I'm here as well. Yes. I wanted to let you know. Sorry. Yes. I right right. I, I can to hear you, Miss Rihanna. And thank you so much okay. uh, for being on. There may there probably yes, be will be some more coming in, and um, so okay. I instructed them to press one if they'd like to come in and dialogue. One of our great educators that worked on my, she was my campaign manager, worked on the campaign here uh, for my city council. Uh, she said she was sitting her in her car just baffled. One of our great educators in the Tyler Independent School District, she was just baffled of what she saw had happened during the course of the, of the day. Because remember, people mm-hmm. at work, and so they're getting home and they're hearing the news and all of these things. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's, I'm troubled. Why am I troubled? Because I wore a uniform for 20 mm-hmm. years to protect mm-hmm. and serve this country and to mm-hmm. see where we have come to the disrespect that I know that we have acquired across the world. Mm-hmm. We're supposed mm-hmm. to be a superpower company, a superpower country. But right. how much are we respected now because of this? Right. So let's start out by asking, is it time to invoke the 25th Amendment? Because if, if, if our people in Congress and the Senate had stood up and voted back when to impeach this guy, we wouldn't be where we are today. So is it time for the 25th mm-hmm. Amendment? Let's talk yesterday. about Yesterday. Anybody want to jump <laughs> yesterday? Okay, go ahead, Ms. Rihanna. We'll start with you. Oh, that's it. Yesterday. I'll let everybody yes. else talk. We yes, we should have. <laughs> in other words, what she's saying is we should have already invoked 
the 25th Amendment. We should have already. I mean, it, it's, it's so overwhelming to me uh, because there was explosives that were brought in. There were weapons mm-hmm. that were brought in. And I'm not talking about by uh, the law enforcement. I'm talking about by these thugs mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. came in there today. You know, Dr. Hatton, like, go ahead. I like, you know, one of the, uh, you mentioned those who brought weapons in. It's really a blessing that international terrorists are not involved. Yeah. They could have been involved. I'm talking about people right. you're familiar with from, I don't <laughs> call names, other part of the world who really right. destroyed. Sure. Now, we look at that, they, you know, when they're looking at that, they think, wow, we didn't realize we could walk into the capital like this. Mm-hmm. See, what, 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 um, what America needs to do now is look at those major international terrorists and put it and start planning a defense for that because I guarantee they're going to look and say, if it's that easy, we wish we'd have been there. Okay. It'll, it'll be wow. more life lost today, more destruction today if the, if the, if the international terrorists had accompanied this group. So we have to look. This is a larger picture we need to look at, and we need to plan better. And like I say, that they were not involved, but, you know, Plan. I'm I'm appalled at the lack of plan. I, I mentioned you mentioned that the uh, the uh, guard was on on standby, but there were signs five years ago coming on up to this. This was going to happen. I'm I'm just I'm just appalled that the plan. Well, for example, I want to say if it'd been us, we've seen tanks and everything else out there. Right. <laughs> dogs, we, and we, we, dogs and billy Dogs and billy gloves. The whole yeah. billy well. That part was yeah. we didn't see any of that today. So I you know, I'm, okay. I'm just gonna how like to quit I know the answer answer, but I'm gonna say why. But I want people to talk about why and recognize why that was why it was so different today for the that kind of presence versus what we saw today. Very that's good what point. we have you to do. You know something? Uh, Dr. Hadney, I'm so glad you brought that forward. Uh because I my mind didn't even get the, to there. That whole building and everybody inside of it could have been blown up. Now that you mentioned right. that, only 13 people were arrested. Did you see how many people were out there what? involved in this? 13 yep. people arrested, and one woman was shot dead. Yeah. Go ahead, Dr. Yeah. Nichols. I know you have some comments. Okay. Um We'll go to Pastor Cooper, and then we'll come back to Dr. Nichols. Yeah. Uh, she, she's probably muted and not, not and talking. Well, go ahead, uh, Pastor the, Cooper. The thing, sure. The thing we can't uh, uh, overlook is that uh, there are two United States Senate seats in Georgia, so we have to celebrate that. We have to celebrate Stacey yeah. Abrams and the 500,000 registered voters. We have to celebrate that. We have to celebrate yeah. the fact that in the midst of turmoil and trouble and, and, and anarchy and everything else going on, we, we have to celebrate the win, and, and, and although we have to acknowledge the, the, the terror and the uh, destruction, uh, we cannot lose focus on the things that we did correct for the past three months and, and in the runoff and in Georgia and coming together. We saw people like Cora Davis flying over to Georgia. You know, we had folks that donating their $3, uh, you know, from Texas to get these seats. So we have to celebrate that. But at the same time, we have to acknowledge, uh, like you said, with uh, white privilege, and it's a shame because uh, I saw open hand slaps against a person that has guns and, 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 and terroristic actions 
and and our law enforcement trapped them and pushed them back. Whereas if there was anyone else with Black Lives Matters, we would be sitting there and incarcerated, beaten up, and yeah. uh, we wouldn't have made it that far in, into the Capitol. And first of all, we wouldn't have been invited by the president uh, to come and storm the Capitol. If that was even exactly. done by President Obama, we would all be in trouble, you know. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So, so we have to acknowledge yeah. uh, the things that we're doing well, but we have to uh, also retaliate with words and actions and uh, the letter of the law and, and remind them that we are human and we will not be taken for granted any longer. And there is a, uh, a word that used to be uh, uh, equal, but it's no longer equal. It's equitable. And so we okay. want to be treated equitable, not just yes, equal. Yes, that's right. That's right. So that's right. Yeah. Very well. Well, can you imagine this? They they stormed into Nancy Pelosi's office, left a message just sitting in her desk and in her office, as if it was theirs, and nothing happened. I'm talking about nothing mm-hmm. happened. That's, I I, I guess it's, it's it's go ahead. Yeah, let, go ahead. we would have been shot yeah. in the back at, at, at Nancy Pelosi's yeah, uh, desk. Imagine mm-hmm. on the uh, mm-hmm. Mitch McConnell's desk, what would happen? There you go. Right. There you go. There you go. We we be planning his services, right? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So exactly. so that's that's why we have to acknowledge these things. See, I I hear people say, oh well, you know, racism doesn't exist. It's just all gone. You guys are just making so much <laughs> out of it. Well, you know, you don't want to spend your life talking about it. But you, but let's be real. We already know that it still exists. And it mm-hmm. was in its greatest form today. For those people who mm-hmm. say that it does not exist, it, if you couldn't see it today, you never will oh. be able to see it. Because we know how many people, black people, that been, that's been shot in the back for, for little mm-hmm. to nothing. Uh, someone said today, uh, well, uh, something about uh, uh, selling some loose cigarettes. Maybe if they had been selling some loose cigarettes uh, up there mm-hmm. at the Capitol, uh, it it would have been a different story. Maybe they would have been shot mm-hmm. and killed. Which well, no, they would not have. Go ahead and speak. There's someone that's trying to get in, and so let me let them know what number to call into. Go ahead, Miss uh, Miss Rihanna, take over. Oh, I I just wanted to to point out a couple things. First of all, you know, we can just look a, back a few years to. The Tea Party, when they tried to do this before, they spat upon African-American members of Congress. They tried mm-hmm. to storm through and, and break into their offices then. They've done this before. They just got further yeah. this time. They Tea weren't admonished last too. time. Right. They weren't admonished last time. They were given seats in Congress to be terrorists from within. So this is mm-hmm. nothing new, this kind of behavior from them. And, you know, I recall when um, – a lot of women were uh, there to protest during the Kavanaugh hearings. They were That's called right. uh, mobs and we dangerous and Antifa. And, you know, so if you're a, a Democrat or if you're a woman or if you're a person of color, you know, that's not your house. That's their house. And they can do whatever the heck they want. That seems to be the thing. You know, this isn't the only government building that white people are allowed to take over with their weapons and occupy. 
So, you know, this was just the biggest, loudest marquee banner we've seen of this white privilege on steroids um, in, a, in a while. But it's the same thing. They just get further every time they do it. Well, right. You know, they and did you a made a good – go ahead. They did go a try run, remember, in Michigan. Remember, they did a try run in Michigan. That's right. They stormed that, they stormed that Michigan house. You know, and, and and again, again, like you know, we all know what's going on. But what I want to ask, I want to ask a question uh, of the white members on the uh, call tonight, uh, you know, and my you know, brothers and sisters of uh, uh, persuasion. What are the opportunities that's going to be that, that's 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 going to become available because of the situation that we look at it as, mm-hmm. as what's like opportunities. What are the opportunities is this going to give us? It's going to depend on. Uh, and it's going to depend on some what they do tonight, whether they're going to come together, whether they're going to keep, you know, keep the program going, uh, you know, that type of thing. But basically, and I talk to Sherrod about this all the time, basically what we're looking at, we're looking at the another iteration of the Civil War, North versus South, mm-hmm. white folks, mm-hmm. North, South fighting, black folks in the middle of it. The last time <laughs> we went at the table when they, you know, made a deal. So yeah. what's going to have to happen is, uh, North, North white folks, South white folks, black folks, we have to get together and come up with a deal where we can all move forward. Mm-hmm. Well, well, you're and I, you're right, and I, I believe that it's going to take all of us working together. We cannot, we can no longer be quiet. I mean, too right. many people are quiet about this. We we need to start with right. Louis Gomert first of all. He incited yeah. uh, by yeah. by bringing a lawsuit locally, but mm-hmm. everybody's quiet here locally. Mm-hmm. He brought a lawsuit. Then we had Ted Cruz to stand blatantly up there this morning. He opened it up almost, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. talking about that that this voter fraud, that this is a fraud uh, election, that that uh, it was not won by the people who actually won it. He knows better. Mm-hmm. So these these people have to go. Let me just share this with you quickly. I always say that there are certain people that are never going to get uh, never going to get the respect or they're never going to get the funding in order to mm-hmm. run a seat. I ran for United States Congress. Now, the last mm-hmm. person that ran for United States Congress against Louis Gomert, they funded him really well. And I'm, I'll take it even from him and I'll take it up to Royce West. Royce West mm-hmm. was not funded like the Caucasian female was funded. Right, so right. The, the people mm-hmm. of color are never going to. That's why. That's why I want. I want money out of politics, because yes. you can be the most qualified ever, ever. Yes. And this is no brag, just facts. I know I was qualified to hold the seat yes, for U.S. Congress, yes. but yes. did not get the support financially. Did not. Get, right. Yeah, I got some a few votes. But it's the votes that gets that wins the seat, not the money. So I don't care how funded you are, because someone mentioned, well, this was a well-funded campaign that ran last time. You can have all the money in the world. You can ask yeah. a whole lot of people that have lost yeah. seats that raised money. Money mm-hmm. cannot right. buy you seats. Ask MJ Hager, can money buy you a seat? Right. She was given a million dollars, but she didn't win that seat. So right. the most qualified people nine times out of ten, do not win the seat. We need to get rid of Louis Gomert. We need to get rid of Ted Cruz. We need somebody running against these people that the Democrats and other people who want to see the equity that Pastor Cooper is talking about. 
want to see that What's the recall take place procedure? in this country. Can, can, can we do a recall? Can we do a recall <laughs> on any of these guys? Mm-hmm. Well, well, it's interesting that you said that because every single time that I ran for that seat, I got the same amount of votes when we know better. We talked about this before. Right. We know that there were mm-hmm. other people that we registered to vote and did vote, but it's a right. dirty business. And you talk about, if you want to talk about some fraud, go do a recount, and you may see what the real deal really is. Uh, and it's in both parties. Uh, it's, it's in both, in both parties. That's exactly right. correct. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. when, I, when I look at my 455,000 votes that I got in and unknown in 2018, as Lieutenant Governor yeah. against my friend now, Mike Collier, uh, my vote froze because I was not the chosen one. And without any exactly money, right. and, 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 and garnered that, that many votes, and all of a sudden, the count stopped. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know? So if someone said, you, I, I, should, I was within that 1.2% margin, well, I could have demanded a recount. I said, well, I'm a newcomer. I'm not going to rock the boat. I'm going to continue to push forward. I'm going to endorse my opponent, yeah. and now we're going to go forward and go after the, the, the issues and, and the things and, and not let it be politics. But these mm-hmm. are the things that we always have to – and we can't be – we no longer can be quiet about them. And, and, we and cannot. people like Brother Arthur that, that, that continues to, to call me and agitate me. I, he's just an agitator. <laughs> And I'm trying to ignore <laughs> the news and ignore what's going on. And these people are storming the White House, and I'm noticing how they're treating them like brothers. It was like it was a, a backyard brawl where you had exactly. brothers shoving each other, but yet they mm-hmm. took over Mama and Daddy's house. You know, you mm-hmm. don't fight in Mama and Daddy's. You can fight outside in the front yard in the backyard, but you don't come in the house. You don't bring that ruckus in the house. <laughs> and, and, and that's how they handled it. They, it, it, it was like the, uh, when the bikers was in Waco. And they mm-hmm. was killing one another, and the cops mm-hmm. showed up. I don't know if y'all remember that incident. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do remember. And they, yes. no, no, yeah, and they, they talked to them and, 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 and threatened to pull out the billy clubs and ask everybody to stop and go home. And they're shooting up the, the whole place. They don't see terrorism. They don't see the enemy. They see their brothers that they drink a beer with on weekends. Right. They see, the, I mean, they see the, yep. the guy with the cowboy hat on that they love dearly or wearing the same uh, love blue uh, stripe uh, or the same Trump sign because they have the same symbols in their cars when they go home mm-hmm. with, with we provide to the federal government because yep. they are their brothers. And, and so we, yep. we've yep. got to get beyond that. And that's where, and you're right, uh, Dr. McKellar, today on purpose, I walked around my place of employment. Uh, where I used to be the overseer, but now I thank God in the position I'm in now that they kind of look at me a little bit different because, I, well, I can still fire him, but I choose not to. But I, I, I try to put myself in a position to have that conversation. And I will tell you something strange happened that was pleasant today. When the, when the conversation from the president came out, they were still, yeah, they stole the election. And then when they started storming the Capitol and they actually were doing they started frowning up, these, these same type men, and they were frustrated and aggravated themselves, and they even started having to say, you know what, that's not how we do it. We are Americans. We're better than that. Then when the lady died from the gunshot wound, and these are Caucasian brothers of mine that I've been with for 20-something years, some of them 30 years, and they came to me. I, on purpose, went away from the, the television screen, Went away from everything, because just like yourself, Dr. McKellar, my phone started ringing all the way from yeah. California to Washington, D.C., yeah. Austin, Texas. Yeah. You know you yeah. know how we get the texts and, 
and, and what's your take on this before they go off on someone and calming down, putting out fires so we can collect ourselves and, and, and be cons- uh, uh, constructive and not de- destructive? And uh, so that, that's where we are. And so I, I had a conversation with Mike, but how do we make the but, but how do we make the fit and last? You remember because I remember how nice everybody was after nine eleven for about two three weeks. Right. So it scared yeah, me, and it, right. scared, it scared me how nice white people was to me. I'm going because I kept yeah. looking around that street. <laughs> you know, you know, you know what, do we have a sensor? Do we, and it is a sensor in here. Who's the sensor button? Who's, who's so how the feeling going, Mike? Well, I want to ask you, Mike. Mike, how's the feeling going? And I'm glad you asked. I'm glad you. Asked. And it's, it's like having a conversation like this with Dr. Nichols, with uh, Miss Brianna, and getting other. And yeah. then we have to get our Caucasian brothers on these phone calls and, and in public right, yeah. and continue the conversation. And we have to force it when my shoulders are stressed. And you got to understand, I was heading to uh, when uh, Dr. McKellar uh, texted me. I was heading to church. And this ladies' night, and so my women ministers, they handled it. But because of the things that are going on, they forced me on camera, and I didn't have the proper attire. I had to put a robe on just to address the <laughs> issue of the day. Yeah. yeah. You know, I had to put my Sunday go-to-meeting robe, you know, because <laughs> <laughs> they wanted to hear from me. So that's what we have to We have to, we, this group right here, we have to continue to force the conversation. So I thank you all for having this, this Block Talk radio tonight, uh, not waiting to Monday. Uh, this is what we have to do. Right. We have, we, we have exactly. to, th- this is our mandate. This is our service. Paul said, and I'm going to get the preacher to preach, that I'm a bond servant, which means mm-hmm. that he had a choice, but he doesn't. Right. We, we, we don't have a choice. Mm-hmm. We have to we don't uh, have, a choice. have a tough conversation. Yeah, we, we have to say it. We have to bring it out, and we have to force the narrative. And we have to get on mm-hmm. MSNBC. We have to be seen on Fox News. We can't turn down our callers and turn down exactly. those phone calls. Exactly mm-hmm. right. Sure. And, you know, and I'm going to tell you, the first, per- the first person that called me this morning was Dr. Nancy Nichols. And, and her Absolutely. boots are always out there on the ground trying to bring equality for all mankind. I mean, it, mm. and even even members of the, the Democratic Club, I don't, I don't want anybody to go away thinking that there are not people who are fighting against this. There are. Mm-hmm. You know, phone calls exactly. being made to Louis Gomer's office today. And I want, I, Dr. Yeah. Nichols was, was muted a few minutes ago, when, but I want Dr. Nichols to come in and, and share with us uh, tonight what she'd like for us to hear uh, from her. One of the hardest workers that we have here in East Texas, Doctor Nichols. If you if you can unmute and come and join yes. the conversation. Yes. yes. Thank you, and ma'am. Thank you. Thank you so much. I just want everyone, all of our listeners, to know that there are a tremendous number of people, and there are a tremendous number of people here locally in Doctor McKellar's area, which is not all that local, but. Uh, who are working hard, who are calling senators, representatives, who are calling the Texas Democratic Party, who are calling all of our local representatives and saying specifically, stand up, get out there, denounce this violence. Um, Exactly. Yes, and also the media, okay, so I was just corresponding with the editor of the Tyler Morning News who had just gotten off the phone with Louis Gohmert, and Louis Gohmert is being 
a stalwart. He is not wavering, wavering at all in his stance, which we know is insightful. We know it's racist. We, we know it's everything that is not American. And Louis <laughs> Gohmert is being standing firm with that. So um, the other point that I wanted to bring out is while all of this is going on, and I am telling you that I have not been immobilized since John Lewis died until today, and I just was, I got a lot accomplished, but I couldn't get off of watching live what was going on. And in the midst of all of it, I had to pause and pull myself away from it and say, Nancy, a black man won the Senate today. And that's what was really important about today. Very good. Amen. Good point. That's we can't, yeah. we can't let the devil Who steal that joy. We cannot do it. Pastor, Pat, yeah, Pastor Cooper brought that out so strongly that we, we have, we're 50-50 and we know who's going to make that break, uh, that final vote. So we do have something to be grateful and thankful for. And, and I, I think that God just carried us through these last four years uh, to show us so many things. We've learned so much. We've, saw, we've seen so much. Not that a lot of the things we knew existed, but there were some other people who needed to see some of the things that, that God has mm-hmm. shown us in the last four years who he really is and what he's really yep. all about. So my question is, what are we going to do? What are we as citizens, like Dr. Nichols said, she's been on the phone talking to this person and that person. We've been on calling the media, said, why are you guys closed mouth? Why are you so quiet? Why are you not interviewing Louis Gohmert? Because he's the mouthpiece down here. But no, nobody Louis Gohmert, him. Ted, Go ahead. Ted Cruz, the president Everyone that incited riot at the at the nation's capital need to be held on the murder charges because today mm-hmm. a woman died because what they incited with their words yes. of terroristic yes. words, they need to be held accountable for murder. There's no difference than someone drinking and driving and, and, uh, and, and creating a manslaughter situation. Uh, so... That's what we're dealing with here. There are murder charges that should be brought up against anyone that incited this activity today. And I'm serious when I say that. Mm-hmm. I'm very serious. Yes, sir. Go ahead. Oh, hello. Uh, Mr. Butler, welcome. How are you doing, Mr. Butler? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Oh, oh welcome. Great to have you on tonight. Thank you. <laughs> Great to have you on tonight. Thank you. Give it to us, Mr. Butler. I was listening to Dr. Nichols speak about Louis Gomer, and he's speaking to the news, local newspaper. We addressed the fiasco that happened today on an open mic this evening on the radio. We had callers asking the question, where is Louis Gomer? What is he saying? Where is our representative? Is he only speaking to certain media outlets, or do we know? That's a great question. Well, that's generally the and case I, with him. That's generally <laughs> the case. He only speaks to Sean Hannity. News. Yeah. There you go. Fox mm-hmm. News. I didn't see. We, we called uh, Dr. Nichols, myself. We were calling media today, our local media. Uh, and they said, well, we're showing it on uh, MSNBC, the, which is their affiliates, uh, CBS, mm-hmm. if, depending on which station it was that you were talking to. But we were not interviewing him because we do remember 
he brought a lawsuit, right? We do remember mm-hmm. that. So he yeah, incited this from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But nobody's going to talk to him. Go ahead, we Mr. Are, Mr. Butler. We are aware that Twitter has taken away Donald Trump's account. <laughs> <laughs> a little too yeah. late. A little too, little too late, late, yeah. Should, should have long been taken away. So let's, hey, let's, hey, let's hey, focus. Hey, a question, Shirley, for you to wait a minute. Shirley, Shirley, question yes, right Go quick. ahead. Yes, sir. Do, okay, atmospherically, do you think that this situation will help us get our agenda uh, uh, passed more easily, or, or this going to make it harder as far as, you know, uh, economic development, uh, 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 energy, and so forth? So is, is, is this situation going to help us uh, vote and rights act, so forth? Is this going to help us get that done, or, or, or uh, are they going to dig in? I think Georgia is going to help us. I, remember, it's 50, 50 on this side. Unfortunately, I hate to even talk about sides because <laughs> you, Mr. Arthur, <laughs> myself, and others <laughs> may be on the air listening, serve this country. And we serve the United States of America. But we know we don't have a United States of America. We have a, a Democratic <laughs> America and we have a Republic America. And so we're divided and not united but right. I believe those two senators that pulled it across the finish line today in Georgia is going to help us to get where we need to be. And the person that's mm-hmm. going to really make that change is our Vice President Kamala Harris, my mm-hmm. she gets the vote. She gets the vote. Yeah. Let's see if Miss yeah. uh, Faith Chatham is on the line. Miss Faith, are you there? Oh, trying to get press in. one, Miss Faith, so I can see your number. Press one and come in. That she's out of uh, Austin, Texas, and she just called me a few minutes oh, ago. Five one two. Going to call in. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Five one two number. She she was on. Oh, here she. Yeah. Wait, seven one three. Here we go. Okay. Miss Faith Chatham. Miss Faith. Miss Faith is originally from East Texas, uh, Marshall, Texas. Mm. And now lives oh. in Austin, Texas. So oh, she great. actually she is she is a journalist, and she used to write for the Marshall Messenger down there in, in Marshall, oh. Texas. Miss Faith, are you there? Well, this is what it was what seven seven one three area code that I opened because uh, they pressed one. Yeah. Okay. Seven one three. Oh, that's Miss Patricia. Hi, Miss Patricia. Hi, how are you doing? We're doing Good. we're doing great. Yeah. yeah. So um, I, I just wanted to make an observation. Okay. I wanted to make yes, an observation. Right Tonight is okay. like my regular night to get my hair done. So I'm at a salon slash barber shop. It's about 20 mm-hmm. people okay. here. And wow. So Be when very I came careful in, in <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm 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 just in and out, but I'm in the back, social distancing. But okay. mm-hmm. I was kind of just taking a, a temperament of the people here. And they had, you know, they had it on the Tyler News. And I said, you know, have y'all been watching CNN? And it was like, oh, we don't want to see that. That's just, you know, da, 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 da. And eventually they turned it on like another show. And so I'm in the shop with all of these people, and nobody even wants to talk about it. Nobody wants to acknowledge it. It's just like it didn't happen. And that's scary to me that nobody has an opinion. Nobody wants to talk about it. It's very disturbing that at this mm-hmm. point, um, in a in this little large shop, at 20 people, that nobody wants to talk about this. 
it's just like we're in denial. Mm-hmm. It uh, is. About and it. Not, Ms. Ms. Yeah. Patricia, yeah. And, and then I'll bring, uh, bring in you, Doc, just a second, uh, Dr. Hagney, then you okay. can come. But, Ms. Patricia, I want to remind you of when we were door knocking, uh, if you'll remember, and we, we stopped at one door, yeah. and this lady came mm-hmm. to the door, and she had little bitty children said, yeah. in the back of her, right, and with uh-huh. wet diapers and so forth. And so she said, I don't get involved in that mess. And I thought, well, she was living in squalor. She was living in mess, but she didn't want to get in. She didn't want to even register to vote. And so you're going to find complacent people that just mm-hmm. don't care about what's going on around them. And that's why many people don't progress and move forward because they don't get involved in what's going on. But go ahead, Dr. I had me. Let me tell you something. Uh, Patricia, those are your followers. If you're a leader, those are your followers. Them people sitting there that you're talking about, that's them. Now, I hate to tell you, but those are the folks you have to lead. So how you going to lead isn't them? It job, isn't, isn't it our job, though, to educate and to it, 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 educate and acknowledge to people what it is where we, we should be going and how important, mm-hmm. just like Georgia. Now, that was a magnificent, that was Stacey Abrams, and I know Stacey's got followers of people, mm-hmm. they People have people, but mm-hmm. that was not a just happened by fly by night thing. That's they right. have been right. going and pressing and pressing and pressing, and they've been asking uh, people, uh, uh, LeBron and and Common, explaining yeah. to people the importance of what a runoff means. What no, what, hey, what hey, when you say that President Obama? When you say President Obama didn't do anything for us, people don't understand the the realm of where you have to go when you when you're trying to get something done. So I have had a lot of people say that to me and I and I said, Well, you know, do you remember the bill? Do you remember the confunction junction? Because that was that really I mean <laughs> it was it was a caricature, but it did give you some information about how how the mm-hmm. bill works and, 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 and that kind of thing. Most I find that most people just don't know. Just don't well, just just sure. don't know. Okay. And, 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 I, and all I want you to you do, know, Patricia, there. And Patricia, I want you to tell Patricia this. Look at, and all I want you to do is I want you to teach them. Next time you're in that shot, just stand up and make a speech, and then go on about your business. Yeah, come in. Yeah, next time. Doctor Hadman. So back, sort of back to the question. Sort of back to the question. Where we go from here? And also the young lady just touched on. And uh, excuse me, where we go from Miss uh, uh, Patricia, if you can mute your phone while yeah, and just listen, I will. because okay. we still hear the background. Okay, go okay. ahead, Doctor Hadman. Okay. So, so for where we go from here is to have a plan. Yeah. And we need to learn from the virus and also what happened today when you don't have a plan. What yeah. what we have done here in East Texas, it relates to initially started around the virus, but we established this task force. And in this task force, start from the churches, nurse group, you name every group, barbershops, beauty shops, criminal justice group, uh, universities, everybody, NWCP, all the groups along there. Back to what the young lady said about the beauty shop. The reason why we place the beauty shop and the barbershop in this task force is to educate. And the reason why we're starting with the church, the church has become, need to become that center again for information where people go to. 
to get information. So, yes, the way where we can go from here is develop a broad-range plan that includes everybody. And so we have discussion in the barber shops, the beauty shops, the new business, the county judges, uh, African-American, Asian-American, the whole group and farmers group have to be involved in the plan. And this is the plan we have for this fast forwards for the virus here in East Texas, covering the whole basis of the group. And why we developing a list of all the black and beauty shops, because as we know, discussion going on in the beauty shop. There needs to be information there. There needs to be education across the board. And another thing, we need to connect the dots. The plans in the future must connect the dots and must include the people who are affected. So when you look across this plan, everybody's going to be affected. It's being affected by this virus are being connected. And we also have a component of that about equity. See, we have to recognize the disparity in health care and equity where we are today. And so we have to have that. We have to monitor that. I'm just going to mention one of the issues we begin to see now. There are individual and minority communities are being bypassed with the vaccine because the rules are, are not being followed. So to answer his question, we need to have a, a plan to follow up with everything, the blessing that occurred in, in Georgia. We need to have a plan to attack, attack all these issues, but we must include, include everybody. And we must include the young people. I'm working mm-hmm. trying to get a young representative because they are our future. And they have brilliant ideas, and we need to listen to them. And that's a lot of what happened in Georgia. But across the board, to answer our question, in the beauty shops and body shops, we have to educate all across the board. We must utilize, we must start with the churches being totally involved because that's how we reach a lot of our community through the church. And that's also where the trust is. You know, and I'm going to bring Dr. Nichols in next, but we need to, we need to make a list and check it twice. All yes. the people that have been fighting against this, because let's face it, the real issue here is, Remember when the black folk were kept, or they, they kept our ancestors from voting? That's all mm-hmm. this is right now. They didn't want mm-hmm. all of those people that Stacey Abrams registered to vote, right. all those people that we called, because we called from mm-hmm. all across the United States to help uh, Georgia. And, and I want to say mm-hmm. let's salute even all those people who did not live in Georgia, who is not mm-hmm. Georgians and did mm-hmm. not travel to Georgia. And think about all the friends of ours from Texas who actually traveled down there, knocked on doors physically. But we made mm-hmm. phone calls right straight from here in East Texas. Dr. Nichols and, and the other Democratic members of the club, myself, we all made phone calls. So we have to make a list of who these people are, and we need to work to get rid of them. We need to wake mm-hmm. the people up and say, look, these people are voting against your better half. That woman that she said that said to me, I'm not interested in that mess. And she's living mm-hmm. the way she's living with nothing, basically, mm-hmm. and a lot of little bitty small children screaming for food with mm-hmm. wet diapers. Mm-hmm. These are the people that... And, and, and Mr. Yeah, Arthur, no. let me just say this really fast, that we, it's, hard, it's hard to wake up everybody. We know we can't wake up everybody. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. I think it was Dr. I, I don't know who that was speaking, and then we'll bring in Dr. Nichols. Was that you, Pastor Cooper, that was about to say something? Yeah, I was just saying, remind me, and, and you're, you're absolutely correct. The census, when we were pushing for the census, 
These are the same That's people it. you can't even get them to register and make them understand that if you're not in the count, we can't get funding from uh, hurricanes and disasters and storms and things That's like it. that. That's so it. we I have know. to educate them. Uh, people perish for lack of knowledge. We have to educate, educate, even when they uh, turn us back, and we have to go back and try again. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. right. That's true. Dr. Nichols? Yes, yes. I, I just wanted to jump in with a little bit of breaking news, which I think is absolutely wonderful, that mm. Trump has been not only banned from Twitter at this time, but also Facebook and Instagram. And mm. we, have, we know that yeah. Stephanie Grisham, who's Melania Trump's chief of staff, has jumped ship. And now within the last half hour or so, we've had three other uh, to, to chief of staff or, you know, high-ranking Trump uh, people, uh, transportation, and I can't remember the other two, who have resigned, who jumped ship. But I want to mm-hmm. get back to the pulpit because that's where we make the changes. And yeah. this mm-hmm. is such an important time for our pastors, our ministers mm-hmm. to pray for our president-elect every single time the microphone is there. Yes. Yeah. Very good. Great, I great can't, point. I can't say that enough. I've, I have sent out messages to so many of our pastors here in Smith County and our local area asking them to please, please ask the congregation to pray for our president-elect uh, Joe Biden and to continue praying every, every Sunday, every Wednesday, every time that there's a meeting. Thank you. Very good. Thank you. Great point. And then the persons that just resigned, uh, uh, Melania Trump's uh, chief of staff and former White House press secretary resigns over violent protests. I just read that. Then White House aides resigned. I don't know which aides those were uh, that resigned. Mm-hmm. So uh, the social uh, secretary resigned. People are just, if you can continue mm-hmm. to stay in that oh, wow. administration, I mean, even though there's only a little bit of time left, go ahead. Breaking news, mm-hmm. breaking news that, that the, the, the lady got killed was a 14-year Air Force veteran. Mm-hmm. Oh, my. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Is that mm-hmm. right? Wow. Mm-hmm. Horrible. Well, it was just it was just amazing to me to sit and watch those women uh right in the heart and in the midst of those guys pushing and pulling. People, mm. somebody was bound to Did you see that guy's Confederate flag walking around in there? You see that guy's oh, yeah. Confederate flag? I yes. And there was a That's there was a I'm man saying. with a shirt on that said uh Camp Auschwitz. Mm. Right. Sure was. Yeah. Mm. I mean, <laughs> and uh, flying the Confederate flag and wearing clothes like that. And mm-hmm. Dr. McKellar, can I just quickly say Please. what I texted yeah. to you? It, you know, all of this, this whole, <laughs> whatever this was today, this act of terrorism and sedition, was in response, and Donald Trump's fit that he's been throwing and lies and disinformation campaign that he's been throwing – uh, about the election and his phone call and all of that was a reaction to the most free, fair, secure, and accessible election with the most participation we've ever seen. This is how they respond 
to all those people who they've been trying to suppress their vote. This exactly. is how they respond mm-hmm. when we get to actually get out the vote. This yep. is the response. Yep. This is it. This is yep. it. Yep. You're you're 100% correct, Ms. Rihanna. And But let me just throw this in there. What what I was baffled by, I was baffled by a lot of things, but the fact that it took four hours to yes. secure the yes. Capitol, four right. hours yes. after right. they broke in there? Really? Yep. 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 That's right. I'm just... It's just something else. And then they were escorted out peacefully. Yes. Nothing. Yes. There was no smoke bomb. There was nothing. They nothing, were just right. shown out down the stairway back into the streets. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys, mm-hmm. you got to go now. You got to go. Uh, you're not mm-hmm. supposed to be here. You know, that's Paint them Black Lives Matter. Paint them Black Lives Matter now. And how long right. it took them to get them out. Right. Well, first, exactly. first of all, let me just say let me just say this, and then I'll give it to anybody that wants to speak. Black Lives Matter would not have even been in there doing that kind of thing because that's not the kind that's of exactly people that right. they are. Exactly. exactly. So let's right. get that straightened out first. Yeah. We wouldn't exactly. even have to be talking about Black okay. Lives Matter okay, doing just that. Paint them they black. Would not oh, okay, just paint them. Oh, okay, just paint them <laughs> black then. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Dr. Ellis. Dr. McKellar. Yes, sir. On, yes, sir. Go ahead, Mr. Butler. On today's show. We, on today's yes, show, we spoke with a Republican who used to be on your radio show. Yeah, and okay, he, I know who that is. He <laughs> said that those were not Trump supporters that was doing what? all of that. He said those were people, those were imposters is the term he used. Oh, my was Lord. Doing. No. Mm. Mm. They, no. They had Trump supporters all over. They had flags everywhere. These are... Really, listen, they, guys, many of you may not know this, uh, but you probably do. We had about 200 of these same kind of folk on the square downtown Tyler, Texas, standing. Yes. I, I thought I was back in the war zone, if you just really want to know, because they had ARs and all kinds. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Butler can tell you. Doctor, she was injured down there. She can tell you the three of us were down. They did nothing then. So why do we think that they were going to say something on our news here locally? Not going to happen. No. Mm -hmm. Well, and then the party of personal responsibility, Mr. Butler, that's not the first Republican that I've heard those words from today. Several uh, a couple of members of Congress have said similar things. Oh, these weren't real Trump supporters. These were imposters. This was Mo Brooks said this was Antifa wearing Trump hats. You know, the party they of personal responsibility can't ever take responsibility for what they incite ever. Exactly. They should be ashamed yep. of themselves. God is listening. Yep. That's <laughs> yeah, true. The, the Trump it shield is right, thinking right. that people are jumping off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The rats are jumping. The Trump ship is sinking, and people are jumping. Yes, they are, and they should have long jumped off. So, so even though he only has a couple, what, a couple weeks left, what should, what do you think should happen between now and then? And let me just say this before, uh, before you guys come with your comments, if I were President-elect Joe Biden and VP-elect Kamala Harris, I would not be standing on those steps taking any oaths. I would be behind some doors protecting right. myself. 
or yep. be in a, right. a, a, encaged in a uh, right. mobile that is bulletproof because yep. I wouldn't trust. I would yep. not trust. How about exactly. that? Go ahead, exactly. anybody. Comments. <laughs> Dr. Hagney? <laughs> I agree totally. Uh, that was my concern when I saw that today. I would just imagine what would be happening on inauguration day, particularly when yeah. there's a lack of uh, delay in protection. That that's yes, you know that that's that's what's so shocking about that 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 can happen on our state capitol with that the lack of response and all the lateness of response. So yeah, I would be very concerned about yes. uh, the event because I was there for President Obama's inauguration. So I, I was yes, in we the square. Yes, so I yes. just you know I would just hate you know I just. I just cram to think what could happen uh, again without the lack of protection. I, I, I just don't I have, I have a concern about that. And, and me and you, and let me just tell you, I wasn't down on the streets. I was on top of the CNN building looking down with the uh, journalists and all those that we see on MSNBC and CNN and all that. Mm-hmm. I was up there with them. I was not mm-hmm. down there because I, you know, they walked down the streets and all that. But you know, it's it, it's serious business in this country. They were taken care of, but I tell you, with what happened today, there is no way, because you brought something very clear <sighs> to my mind, and because I mm-hmm. it reminded me of nine eleven. So yeah, that building could have been on the ground up in smoke. Yes. Yeah. And a yep. lot of people that were inside of that, which would have been our Congress and our Senate, they could have all been yes. gone. Exactly. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and think of how long it took them to, to remove Pence from the situation. What about the there succession of power? I mean, what? where was this infrastructure today that we did have a 9-11 commission to talk about yeah. things like that, an attack yeah. on our soil? happened right. and we had a, right. a whole commission and, and the mm. Patriot Act and all these things mm-hmm. were enacted. That's right. And then this then we have to go through eight years of President Obama where three nutcases got into the White House. Exactly. Them into yeah. an elevator with the President of the United States, the most threatened president of the United States we've had since Lincoln. And you know, the, we're dropping the ball on security. Our entire government was at stake today. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I understand uh, Ms. Henry can hear us. So, Ms. Henry, if you would just press one and you'll be in the queue and you can come in with your comments now. And she, unfortunately, she's been on listening, but she has not been able to get in. And it's only, and her number is a, let's see, Ms. Rihanna, I can tell you what her number is uh, that okay. begins with dollar. Dr. McKellar? I think we lost her. Am I on here? Oh, no. Oh, yeah, her call dropped. She'll be back. She'll be back on. Miss Henry, if you'll press one, I can open up your line. Oh, there you are. No, that's Dr. McKellar. That's me. Okay, you're back. I cut myself off. Sure, you're back. Yes, I am. I'm sorry. I I was trying to to give Miss Henry some information, and I cut myself off. Uh, Ms. Henry, was if you were pressed one. Here, here, Rihanna was getting ready to take over, but, but, but go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> oh, here's Ms. Henry. Here's Ms. Henry. <laughs> okay. Good evening, Ms. Henry. Okay, I've got your line open. 
Greetings, ma'am. It's Henry. So she's still, I don't know what's happening. Press press one, Miss Henry, and we can be able Is to hear you. 903-952? Yes, that's right. That's her number. Yeah, that, that ahead, line sir. is open. I'm sure let me tell what's happening the next two weeks. Okay, tell me. Okay, no, next two weeks, uh, the, the choice is going to be, are they going to do the 25th Amendment? Okay. Now, if they don't do that, uh, now his, his, uh, his communication toy has been taken. So his only means of, you know, he still got his cell phone, though. So, and right. he, he can still call in the Fox News. So it's going to be about, you know, whether Fox News is going to be willing to facilitate him, uh, you know, uh, you know, and, and, and how these guys going to react uh, up here, you know, in Congress, where they're going to uh, start, you know, you know, backing up from him or whatever. So that's going to determine what he's going to be able to do. Because folks resigning already. So, uh, right. you know, he's going to lose some power either way. But, uh, you know, he can still do some stupid stuff. Right. Okay. That's true. All right. So what else? I really want to hear from uh, Miss Henry, if she could come in. Miss Henry, can you hear us yet? I'm not sure what's happening with her. She may be muted and don't realize That's that what she's I was muted. Thinking. Hello, Dr. McKellar. This is there you are. Henry. Yes, ma'am. Yes, we can hear you. Go right ahead. It's great to have you on with us tonight. Give okay, us what fantastic. you got. Okay, uh, First, I want to say hello to you and to your wonderful guests. I've enjoyed what I've heard so far. I was in a yes, classroom ma'am. this afternoon when this all happened in Washington, D.C., and I didn't find out until about an hour afterwards what it transpired. Uh, but as you know from uh, my background, I have uh, uh, intimate knowledge yes. about Capitol Hill, uh, my husband yes. worked for Jim Wright, Speaker of the House. I stood in the in in the belly of the of the House when uh, Jim Wright uh, had to regretfully give his resignation uh, due to all of the co- uh, conspiracy theories associated with Newt Gingrich and the Contract for America, and he was yes. forced out of office unnecessarily, Mm -hmm. and it was a sad day on Capitol Hill then in 1989 as it is today. I was astonished when I arrived home today, and I looked at the television visual images of what was taking place and how desecrating the behavior was of those who were there on today, and And I saw, I asked myself, what message are we sending our young people? Yes, we have a right. Uh, in the First Amendment to protest, but that was not protesting. That was breaking and entering, and what I thought was shocking is that the police decided to say, well, we're not going to really arrest anybody today because we are outnumbered, so we're just going to try to get them out of the way. And uh, I think it's what went across my mind around 6 o'clock p.m. this this evening was the fact that we, even though the president only has a short amount of time left in office, after what after he incited the riots that took place today on Capitol Hill, and our congressmen and senators were they were absolutely in jeopardy uh, and and in fear of their lives. I don't even believe our current president is able, and is, he he is not fit to continue 
to be president. And I've been uh, looking at all of the uh, commentary about this, and the vice president, right, the 25th Amendment, they are, remember when Richard Nixon, when when Congress was ready to impeach Richard Nixon, there was a bipartisan support for that uh, uh, impeachment, and that's why he went that's on right. to resign. And that's right. I believe the climate is very clear. I've been listening to uh, Republicans and Democrats alike. I believe the cold water was splashed on their faces today. They received the reality check that they needed to receive. Finally, they woke up and and smelled the Maxwell House. They finally (laughs) woke up and smelled the soldiers. They finally realized we need to start standing up for what is right. We've dealt with this for four long years. And they, they are really discussing the 25th Amendment which says the vice president, with a majority of the other principal officers, such as the cabinet, in this case of the United States, uh, and executive departments of such body of Congress, may by law uh, provide to declare the president unable to discharge the powers and duties of his office in a written declaration. And my understanding is that issue is being vigorously discussed as we speak right now. And I believe there would be bipartisan support for this effort. And uh, and, and because right now we know this is the legacy of, of Donald Trump, what he's done, what he allowed to happen today. He never condemned the violence today. He never outright condemned what was taking place. He actually told the people, I love you. One moment yes, he's he saying, go home, and the next moment he's saying, I love you. I feel your pain. Yes. And so uh, basically I believe Congress is going to act. And what I'm hearing from major uh, uh, political commentators, and I agree with them as a professional journalist, is that yes. a statement must be made that this can never happen again. We cannot allow a sitting president to sit back and let Americans uh, do his dirty work. And I, I really believe that. And it is a sad day to see this. And uh, he only has 14 more days in office, but I believe Congress should stand up and make a major statement and they have the power to do it. And um, I really believe that, uh, Americans can, can can see the fact that we are not the United States. We're not united yeah. right now. There you go. And, there you go. Uh, and there there must be a an effort to put our country back together. But I believe our Congress is more united now than they have ever been uh, since Obama right. was in office. Mm-hmm. This, this, right. this what happened today. Open their eyes. Yes. Mm. Very good. And, you, and, and beautiful, uh, uh, Mrs. Henry. And let me tell uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you this. Their eyes were open. Why? Because they were scared to death. They didn't know what was exactly. going to happen right. to their physical exactly. bodies. Because exactly. their eyes, they already know what this guy was about four years right. ago all along the way. He's shown us 
what he was about. But today, their lives were at stake. They were crawling exactly. around in that place trying to save themselves, not knowing if something, they didn't know what was going to happen in there because they knew that those rioters, those Trump supporters, those proud boys were coming for them. I'm not sure if your listeners know that there are, his, his office, so many people have turned in resignations. The chief Correct. of staff for the first lady, she's turned in her That's resignation. Right. There are right. people, they try to tell him to go out and, and to stop these people from doing what they did. I teach uh, social studies. I attended teachers' law school. I talk about our Bill of Rights to our students. I'm trying to educate the future of our students, as one of your uh, 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 speakers had mentioned. We have to talk. We have to uh, prepare our young people so they can lead in the future. And this is a lesson yeah. Talk about a lesson that we can use as an example to our, our yes. young people that we have. We hold these these uh, ideas to be so true. The hollowed halls yes. of Congress, and how dare yes. you go in there and tear it down? They went in Speaker Pelosi's office, and a man was sitting in her chair with his feet uh, on her desk. Exactly. Uh. That's what we talked oh, about earlier. Ms. Henry, can I ask Ms. Henry a question? Can I ask Ms. Henry a question? Ms. Henry, how you doing? I'm glad you're here. Uh, uh, Ms. Ms. Henry is your sorority sister, uh, Mr. Arthur. Ms. Henry is your oh, sorority oh, sister. Go ahead. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, and, I want to share in your joy. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I want to share in your joy. I want to share in your joy, Sister Henry. So, uh, man, and I, and I feel your assuredness that, that they have had the epiphany and it all is going to be right here in a minute. So I want to uh, ask you, where do you get where do you get your uh, confidence from? So I can join you in that. Oh wow! Um, you know, I've I I uh, I've been blessed to go a lot of places and see a lot of faces. I know, having worked in Washington D.C., uh, uh, as I mentioned, I was there because my husband was working for the Speaker of the House. He was a senior uh, chief uh, assistant to Jim Wright's chief of staff. So he escorted Lady Bird Johnson down the aisle on her 75th birthday. Her birthday was held in Statuary Hall, where all mm. our founding fathers are. I was one of three black women in that e- at that event. Uh, Marion Barry's wife was there, a, na- uh, a Mary Futrell, who was president of NAEA, and myself. We were, I, I, we were the three black women at that event. I saw Thurgood Marshall uh, with my folks. Now I'm talking about, mm. I'm talking about going forward, going forward, and, I, and, and all that's nice right there, but uh, going forward, what do you, uh, you have this great assurance that they've learned this lesson, that they've had this epiphany, and I'm just trying to figure out from where do you get the reassurance from that this group of people, as soon as the uh, <clears throat> dust settles, they're not going to scare you back to be who they are? Good point. I see where you're, uh, what you're saying here. I believe we have, we have a government for the people, by the people. And we have, a, mm-hmm. as I teach my students, 
we have a representative democracy. We all do not go to Washington. We, it would not be practical for all 305 million of us in America to go to Washington and to try to vote and make laws. But we have a representative democracy. What does that mean? That means that we are able to vote for our representatives based on the population of our state. We have congressmen right. and congresswomen, and we, we have our two senators from every state. So our founding fathers were so brilliant. They have uh, the three judicial branches, and we have mm-hmm. the separations of powers, and we have right. the checks and balances. So right. realizing all of that, we have to hold our representatives accountable. Anyone with two eyes, two ears, and a brain would understand that what happened today was outrageous. None of that was American. None of that was patriotic. And and if he loved, and the president himself said, I love you, I feel your pain. True love seeks the highest good of your brother or your sister. True love. Mm -hmm. Seeks the mm-hmm. highest good of a of a person. That was that was not our. They, those people were not being their best versions of themselves on today. They were appealing to the lowest level. And so we, mm-hmm. as constituents, we as Americans, we must hold our those in power uh, accountable. We must let right. them know. And we and yes, I heard uh, some of the speakers earlier say, "Call your congressmen, call your senators." We must flood the phones and let them know we are so unhappy with what happened. We are so disappointed. We're so distressed. Right. I when right. I contacted Dr. McKellar this evening, I just uh, I mentioned to her I'm just in a state of shock. I'm in a state of shock because I love this America, this land of the free and home of the brave. I love this country, and it's, and, and, and it's not perfect, but I believe we're, we are blessed to have been born in America where we yeah, have freedoms and we have the unalienable right to, our, to, the, to those freedoms. And so uh, to see what happened today and to know that it was incited, by the president himself for the past eight weeks since our election that elected Joe Biden. He has been filling the minds and hearts of his base with that information. And you have extremists and you have people who are mentally unstable who are waiting for this moment today. Well, Miss mm-hmm. uh, Miss Henry, let me let me jump in there and, and share with you that uh, you may have missed when Dr. Nichols was talking about all of the calls that have been flooded into Louis Gomer's office, who happens to be our representative in SD one, and to no avail. He sticks with what the president has been saying. He has not wavered. So I have to say that we have to make sure that we have the right people elected into these offices that's going right. to be working for the greater good of all mankind. Gomer has not worked for the greater good. He's only worked for the people on his side of the fence. And what Dr. I mean by Keller, that you know, is you have to have a conversation many yes, times. Yes, many Absolutely. times. And the, the, yes. moment, the moment is right, right now. Yep. Or yes. we yes. as the constituents in this district right. to stand right. up, 
and 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 say yes. We I know we're in a pandemic, but we need some type of town hall where he will come yes. forward. And I believe his those who voted for him in the past would. I think there are many in this uh, district who would not agree that he needs to continue on on that in right. that path. Right in that position. The moment is right. The moment is right. Yes. And uh, if he's not willing to make a change, then the people should say it's time to vote for a change. There you go. And you know what? And I'm not going to stop. Thank you so much for that. Those were powerful words. And I'm not going to stop until he's gone, whether it's me or whether it's somebody else. He needs to leave this place. Okay. Our time is about up. It's about up. I thank everybody for coming. We're going to get, take a few minutes and let everybody do a round robin their final comments. And we're going to continue this with Mr. Butler on tomorrow over on KGLD uh, because we have to keep talking about this until we have some change. Because the more people that hear us will, will maybe someday say, you know what? I do want to get involved, and I am going to fight to make sure that we have a better nation and a better community for which we live. Uh, Let's start with you, uh, Dr. Nichols. If you have any final comments, uh, jump in there and give it to us now. Otherwise, we're going to be talking about this for the rest of this week probably. Jump in there on Mr. Butler's evening show so that we can keep talking about and letting people know that we we have to be part of that change. Dr. Nichols, any final comments from you? Um, I, I would like to yield my time to our Bowie County uh, Chair, Sabrina Robinson, who's on. Excellent. Because Excellent. I think it's important that we hear from our African-American leaders. Excellent. Thank you. Come right on in, Bowie County. It's great to have you on this evening. Press one, please. Press one, ma'am. Bowie County. Sabrina. Are you there? Hmm. I'm gonna open. I'm gonna open up all these. Oh, okay. Here yes. we go. I think. They, oh, okay. Yeah, got it. Okay. okay go ahead, Brenda. Your wine's open. Meanwhile, in rural Texas, we have internet issues and we have cell issues. Yes. So Miss Robinson true. may be experiencing that. That's right. I I forget about that. That's one of the issues that we have to work on uh, once we get a new president in office. Uh, Let's see. Ms. Patricia, I don't know if you're still there, if you have any final comments or any observations that you have observed today uh, right there in the salon. Ms. Patricia? Unmute your lines if you do. Okay. We'll go to you, Dr. Hadley. As I said earlier about involving youth, Youth need a time that they see that we have taken a stand. So that's what I would recommend. Let's, let's take the stand now so our youth future will say we are got involved because what we did, what would happen this day. They need that. Right. So we, it's our opportunity to do that. So let's give them an opportunity, give them a reason to stand and lead in the future. Very good. Good point. Uh, Pastor, uh, Pastor Cooper. Yeah, uh, Dr. Uh, McKellar. Today if we pay... Can you hear me? Uh, yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Go right ahead, ma'am. Just a second, uh, Pastor Cooper. Yes, I can hear you. I apologize. This is Sabrina Robertson from Bowie County. I had trouble yes, getting my advice uh, to log in. Um, I just want to thank you and um, Dr. Nichols for allowing me to speak on the call. 
Um, just want to reiterate a lot of what's been kind of going on um, today. The breakdown in our democracy is atrocious. And as the gentleman was saying, we need to stand up. We need to get out to really let our voices be heard to oppose this type of action and how things have been just condoned throughout this presidency. This is just absolutely ridiculous. This is no form or fashion of how Americans are supposed to be viewed. And right now, we are literally the laughing stock of the world. And yeah. leaders like you and Dr. Nichols and others that's on this call has stood up and um, taken the torch to be the leaders, being the example, um, being the change that we want to see. I want to thank you guys for that. And I hope that I can rise up to that le level of leadership as well for Bowie County, because our goal is to turn Bowie County blue and hopefully turn the whole state of Texas. So um, I appreciate you allowing me to speak. Thank you. Absolutely. And thank you so much for that, uh, Ms. Sabrina. And we appreciate you stepping up uh, and standing out out there in Bowie County and making sure that your constituents in your area um, are, are educated and kept informed. Thank you so much for that. Um, Dr. Nichols, any other, uh, any other county chairs on uh, tonight? If so we want Ms. to give them an opportunity. I'll make having a chair who's communicated okay. with me, but I am so grateful for you pulling this as usual, pulling the rabbit out of the hat and making this conversation happen. Thank you to everyone who's on. And uh, just one more thing. You know how I feel about Mitch McConnell. He <laughs> is now the minority chair. <laughs> Yes, uh, Miss Miss Rihanna's, oh, yeah. Miss Rihanna's guy. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that turtle is on his back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's on his he back, flailing those little feet. <laughs> <laughs> That's too funny. Uh, uh, Pastor Cooper, your final comments, please. Yeah, uh, if we've paid attention to the, uh, the events of today, uh, we had noticed that the 25th Amendment, we sampled it a little bit because the Vice President took control and made phone calls to the National Guard, it was not the president. So they would, if they continue that, we can have him out of office in two or three days. So that, that, yeah, I just want to remind us, if we just do the right things, we can do that. Very good. Good point. And, and I'm glad that Pastor Cooper brought that out about who actually made that phone call because Mayor uh, uh, Muriel Bowser could not make that phone call, the mayor of right. D.C., because D.C. is not a state in our union. Correct. And that needs to change also. And we'll talk about that some more one day very soon. Uh, Mr. Butler, I don't know if you're still on or not. If you are, if you have any final comments, just jump right in there. Okay, he may be gone. So, uh, Mr. Arthur. Yeah, uh, yeah, Etika. All I want to say, what do you, you see about Mr. McConnell? While ago, I just want to say on on Sanford and Son, you know what, you know what, could, you know what, ain't else would have called him. Mm -hmm. What would she call it? But anyway. Anyway, look here. Anyway, look here. But between between Georgia and like what happened today. Uh, the sedition situation. I, I I think that's going to give us an a, 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 an opportunity to uh, press hard right now for all the things we want to see happen. I think it actually gives us an opportunity if we just continue to uh, 
uh, uh, you know, put our issues out there and continue to speak to them. So I think we, I, I think actually it's going to be a great opportunity for us if we, uh, you know, just just stay focused. Play those cards right. Stay focused. That's that's the key word right there. Stay focused. So that's my safe way to be out. And so I thank Miss Rihanna uh, for allowing us this opportunity to come on tonight to do this special segment. It was because of her that we are on in this special segment tonight. And so we thank her so much. She always thinks right outside that box and keeps us on track of what we need to do in order to get where we need to be. And if we all work together as a team, a team, because teamwork makes the dream work. It doesn't yes. take one person. It takes a most all of us. One person can make a change, but, but all of us together can make a complete transition. And that's what we need. We need a new revolution. And that revolution is what the Constitution originally said in the first place. And that is mm-hmm. all men are created equal. Why? Because yes. that's how God fixed it. No little eyes, right. no big U's. We're all the same in his sight. Yes. And so he is the one that's going to get us out of this mess. Thank you so much, Ms. Rihanna. We're going okay. to turn it over to you and let you end it for us for tonight. Thank everybody for coming on. Such amazing uh, uh, comments. We thank uh, Ms. Henry for giving us a good old down-home. Ed- yes. It's good to have mm-hmm. educators around. Can we, we can't be without them, right? We need somebody uh, uh, to try to help to educate uh, 45. Uh, 46 or whatever he is. <laughs> Nothing. How about zero? That's what he is. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Miss Rihanna, we'll give you the final words. And then you can play our theme song because, I mean, I, there's, there's words in that theme song that just resonates every single time I hear it that keeps the fight in me that I cannot sit down, uh, that I have to think about the next generation that's behind us. And we all have to think of that next generation. We're not going to be here forever. So we have to make sure that we leave this, this country and this world in a better place, better than what we found it. Miss Rihanna, thank you. God bless you guys. We'll see you tomorrow on KGLD. Bye now. Miss Rihanna, it's all yours. Bye-bye. Go ahead, Miss Rihanna. Bye-bye. I'll just add thank you, Miss Stacey Abrams and company. Thank you, voters, particularly voters of color in Georgia. And God bless America. One day when the glory comes, it will be out, it will be out. Oh, one day when the war is won, we will be the heavens, no man, no weapon, formed against, yes, glory is destined, everyday women and men become legends, sins that go against our skin become blessings, the movement is a rhythm to us, freedom is like religion to us, justice is juxtaposition in us, justice for all just ain't specific enough, one son died, his spirit is revisiting us, true and living, living in us, resistance is us. That's why Rosa sat on the bus That's why we walked through Ferguson with our hands up When it go down, we woman and man up They say stay down and we stand up Shots, we on the ground, the camera panned up King pointed to the mountaintop and we ran up One day when the glory comes 
Good night. 